When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah, it's the banger. Banger, banger! That is the Wrestling Daily theme song. Hi, guys. It is the Tuesday edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Sa'i Niangi. Man's out here with two shows a week already. Here he is. Man's hot, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm on a hot streak. You know what I'm saying? Sa'i. E's for eccentric. Listen, right? Yesterday, a lot of people were talking about how they wanted to call in. Today's calling Tuesdays. Those people that are running their mouth in the chat, you know, had opinions. Please. Mm. Please bring it on today. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. AMAC, you and I, we've got lots to talk about. Before we begin, please get us the 15K subscribers. We're trying to do war games. you got Louis begging on Friday, like Baron Corbin, to be, you know, still be in the team. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, I'm a man of my word. When Louis was in last time, I said, you know what? You, you know, you help pioneer wrestling daily. It's your spot. I'll have to be JJ Dillon. I'm a man of my words. But you, wrestling daily community... You can probably go on a, on the a Wrestling Daily um, Twitter channel and you can vote. Maybe Louis needs to face me in the quiz off, maybe. Should Louis oh. get the spot or should he face me off in the quiz, you know, in the quiz off? Oh. Maybe you should earn it. Nobody should be given anything. I don't no. know. You guys should decide. What Man do you guys us. want? He Let the people speak. Left us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, listen, and I'm going to put out... I'm going to put out a vote on Twitter. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let my legions of followers... Decide the fate of, yeah, should Louis work for it? Is Sat automatically in? Sat is yeah. officially a daily Free boy. Free options. He's a daily boy, mate. You know who I'm going with. Uh, it's just the way Free we go. Free options. Let's do off. it. Let's do it. Either Louis gets automatically, I get automatically, or maybe we should face off. I'm not saying we're going to do any of it, but it'd be fun to see what <laughs> the people want. What does the wrestling daily community want? We've got a Twitter handle. It needs some love too. So let, let, let's make it happen. Mods. Whoever's in charge of our social media, mm. let's do it. Yeah, site attack. Listen, shotgun sats on Tuesday as well. <laughs> let's do it, AMAC. <laughs> yes, you know that the Wrestling Daily does have a Twitter. It is at Rest Daily, so make sure you follow that for all the good stuff. We're going to be posting clips of the show, like when Sat goes off. There you will see that on Twitter. Um, speaking of takes, did you see how Louis got bodied yesterday? By oh. AEW. Listen, oh. there was a part of me, a small part of me sat that felt very sorry for the kid. Uh, but also, it needed to happen, right? Louis needed, he needed this. He couldn't go this long with his litany 
of bad takes and not go unchecked. Orange Cassidy had to cook the man. I'm sorry, he did. Uh, I, I thought he got off lightly, to be fair. It could have been a lot worse. But my word, the comments, they were worse than what Orange Cassidy said. That The comments cooked the young man. He's cooked a young him. boy. He's a young man. He's got lots to learn. He's got lots to learn, yeah. guys. Leave him. Leave him be with his bad takes. Upton, Avondale, Avondale. My takes are not bad. I feel like I'm very diplomatic with my takes. Yeah, yeah. My takes are not bad, you know. You know, listen, all because we don't agree doesn't make mine bad. You know, you have an opinion. I have an opinion. It's all be respectful of each other's opinion. Opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. <laughs> Mostly. Listen, here on Wrestling Daily, that is what the good eggs are all about. It's all good fun. Um, But yeah, I'd be offended if I was putting a bad take bracket with Louis. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I would take that to heart. But, he might um, get more followers out of it, though. He might get like I mean, he probably has. for a specific reason. I mean, he's the king of bad takes. You you must have a bad take for you know AEW to point you out. So, what was funny is um, that half of Twitter, like whether it was Sean or like people at Fight Forward, just uh, the Wrestle Talk boys, whoever, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, Louis bad at Twitter, and he is right." Like I, I like the kid, but man, he's 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 so desperate sometimes to say something like. Uh, what he thinks or perceives to be insightful, you know, to get that engagement going. And uh, man, so often he misses the mark. But, you know, and Orange Cassidy, uh, I haven't even seen AW ever do this before. I feel like they've done it just, just they've seen Louis' tweet. <laughs> and Far they said, you know what? Takes. They were like, There's something, we're on to something, yeah? Intervention. Let's get some content. Absolutely unbelievable stuff. But, Speaking of AEW, man, let's get into our titular news. You know what we do at the top of shows. But before we do that, guys, if you want to dictate where this show goes, if you want to have a say, then you know what to do, man. You need to get WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. And Sat and I would love to hear what you've got to say. And on that strength of that, you can see Steve H. You can see Matthew Ledesma. You can see Bubba. You can see Lizzie Stallion. There are a ton of Wrestling Daily members, the elite good eggs that we have right here on the Wrestling Daily channel, which you can be a part of too. It's a lovely, warm community. It, it's, it's a succulent community. It holds you tender, this community. That's it. Look at Sat, man. He could drop off any second. It's a lovely place to be if you want to talk wrestling. Um, and there aren't many lovely places to talk wrestling, frankly. So come on, jump aboard and let's talk. Uh, on that note, ah, Adam Pearson's in the house as well. Another member. Look at that. What a bloke. What a Adam Pearson, bloke. I loved you in that film with Scarlett Johansson. You're incredible. There you go. Not the first or last time Adam Pearson will be told that. Uh, let's get moving on to Max Caster, shall we? News has surfaced today, Sat, that uh, he was scheduled to be, I want to say it was on Elevation or Dark. I don't have the things to hand. It was one of the shows. Um, Elevation, for... I think, is the, one of the, the dark ones. One of the darks. Elevation. Yeah, just one of those. <laughs> you know, they've got like three B shows now that Rampage is starting. It's fine. Um, and either way, Max Caster, there was like 17 matches on the card. And then I think AEW took down their post hyping up this event and then replaced it, and there were 16 matches all of a sudden, and the acclaimed had been withdrawn. Um, that would suggest, that that Tony Khan thinks it's probably smart to have some breathing space, to let this situation cool down for those 
who've been under a rock who don't know what the situation is. Of course, we're talking about the controversial promo where Max Caster came out and he was talking about the Duke lacrosse rape case. Um, he was talking about a myriad of things, including Simone Biles' mental health. And lastly, but certainly not least, the uh, smell in North Virginia that he linked to young Julia Hart's privates. That's the most diplomatic way I could possibly say that. Um, so, yeah, it seems that, that the match was taped. Obviously, Tony Khan has said it shouldn't have happened, the rap in the first place and all of that stuff. Um, Castor, of course, has been radio silent since. But what they're saying now is that AEW have pulled it from this week's dark. Um I'm going to ask you, Sat, because like they've set a precedence before, right? With like you know Sammy Guevara, and I know it's different, but he he joked about rape and Sasha Banks, and um, he was sent to sensitivity training and was um, yeah he, he was off TV for a while. What are they doing with Max Caster, and what should they be doing? So first of all, I think they're doing out of mind, out of sight. They think if they hide him for a few weeks. Uh, people forget about it because if you think about it in a few weeks either CM Punk or Brian Danielson is gonna you know debut for AEW potentially that'll be enough to do a Trojan horse and sneak and uh, sneak Max Caster <laughs> back into one of the dark or dark elevation and for me I compare it to with Jim Cornette and the NWA debacle when he made those uh oh. apparent racist comments what happened was it's a tape show so basically the editor dropped the ball whoever's in charge of editing those shows dropped the ball really hard on AEW it's easy to, to blame Max Caster yeah there were tasteless jokes but uh, Tony Khan needs to do a better job reigning in those I mean when you I mean he must have approved the promo I mean there's no way you could say well, um you know he said that he said that he didn't I don't want to interrupt too much but I just want to give you context no he said yeah, yeah. he said he said that only uh, on Dynamite and this is what Tony Khan says I don't know you know, it's up to you whether you think it's accurate or not. Um, he says only on Dynamite is he that hands-on where he checks what he says before he goes out. On Dark, he leaves that to other people. There's a different editing team. But right. in light of this mistake, he says that he will now, moving forward, edit all shows. Uh, and obviously, Caster will not be able to go on air and rap without seeing Tony first. So there you go. That, that's, that's the news that we've learned in light of this situation. Yeah, but also at the same time, uh, you got people... Okay, so the world we're in today, we're much more a sensitive world, which is for the better. But you get people saying they want an attitude error back. Based on, you know, certain interaction they're hearing, uh, you know, we're not... We don't want to go back to the old ways, from the sounds of things, from the outrage of people, rightfully so. But uh, like I was saying, they need to do bad editing, uh I think this Max Caster thing is going to blow over in a few weeks because there'll be bigger stories and bigger fish to fry. What do you think, AMAC? Yeah, I, I, I said this when I think SP3 and it, and it first all happened. Like, I'm sure he's not a bad bloke, but he's made a bad decision, right? Like, um, and, and he's a young lad as well. Mm. So it's, 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 I mean, he's not that young, right? But he's young. He's in his early 20s. Um, you know, no, he's 32. Is he? I've heard like someone said that he's thirty-two. He's he's. I would have to do a quick <laughs> Wikipedia. Am, I'm, I'm googling right this second. Right. What is his age? Because I thought one of them was younger. He is thirty-two. Nineteen eighty-nine. <laughs> July thirty-first of July, nineteen eighty-nine. He's thirty-two years old. Right. Strike what I just said from the record. Jesus. Um. He should know. Jesus. He definitely should know better. Like Julia's uh, nineteen. 
Yeah, that's what even was even worse. Like for for me, uh, and I've said this before, like having witnessed or seen like mental health struggles, like to, to make light of that is it's not, it's not like you can't talk about them, but to make light of them for heel heat as people were trying to qualify it as that's just a no it's just a no-go like it's taken a long time for mental health to be able even to be discussed it you know into the the volume and with the openness that it is today you don't want to like set that progress back in the name of wrestling heat some you know as to me that's tasteless um the julia hart joke again like i would have said that's tasteless but at the same time i wouldn't have like cancelled the guy over it i wouldn't have gone like yeah oh, that's too much like all right you know it's not maybe not for some but okay but the mental health and and rape cases like you've got it's got to be easier better material than that um i just feel like you know he was trying to be entertaining and edgy and it hasn't worked for him He's made a mistake. Simple as he that. Needs he just needs, he needs to learn. He needs to grow and learn from it. That's all. I was going to say something quite quickly. Uh, WWE had a similar case years ago with Abraham Washington. He got fired for making a Kobe Bryant rape joke because Abraham Washington was managing uh, primetime players. If anyone yeah. remembers AW, Abraham Washington, he got fired for I making do. it. Yeah, he got fired. So if it was WWE, they would have, you know, sponsorships and, and being PG, he would have got fired. AEW still a new company, you know, building up goodwill. They're probably seeing it, you know, as a slap of a wrist, you know, offense. But yeah, if it was WWE, he probably would have got fired. I'm not trying to make a WWE AEW kind of comparison, but I just remember well, a similar it's, case happened years ago. It's got it's context. It's context. Yeah. Like you know, it, it, it stands to reason. Uh, I, I I just think that's the thing that everyone needs to learn from here. You know, grow. You know, I, and the, he is very good at what he does too. Like I enjoy a lot of his raps, right? Like when he gets personal with people. But on these ones, hmm. He missed the mark and it, and it's cost him, unfortunately. So let's just hope that everybody, and like you said, when I say everybody, I don't just mean Max Caster and the Tony Khan. The editing team had a long time to go over that and to see like, hmm, that might not be a good idea. Um, so yes, let's, let's hope that all is well on that one. Uh, let me say this, by the way. There's a new member in Wrestling Daily. Chuck Cassis, double C. <laughs> here he is on the wrestling daily team oh man i always try and find stuff but like uh i don't know what i've got for you today i've got i bought my daughter an egg <laughs> at the weekend yes. dinosaur egg right um and this is a true story the slime and everything it came about one of the legs build it for her she was devastated anyway chuck i hope you enjoyed that <laughs> anecdote and thank you for joining wrestling daily um you're very welcome part of the team my good sir everyone make him feel welcome in the chat bit double c uh we do have some stuff to talk about oh the bubble machine uh lizzie it's outside my daughters were playing with it in the garden earlier i can't make that kind of run right now um i should have anticipated that i'm sorry Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's talk about because I haven't had the chance to speak on air about this since the weekend. I don't. I know you probably would have touched on it yesterday. But these reports going around that NXT is going to be changed. We've also seen a tweet today from WrestleVotes and Sean Rossap saying that the morale backstage is not good. Well, my response to that would be, duh, even if they hadn't have said that. I mean, look. Are you trend on eggshells, right? Everybody, these releases don't look like they're over. Everybody is worried about their future. Of course, these tapings aren't going to be, you know, unless you're over six foot five, you should be very worried, I would say. And if you're a man, um, man, it's it's a difficult place, NXT, right now. But here's here's my take on it. I've seen a lot of different people say Triple H failed, right? Triple H didn't deliver what Vince McMahon wanted in his wrestlers and thus NXT being a feeder system and a developmental territory in name to WWE failed. I understand people making this connection. And I will say, I think Garrett, Garrett Kidney made a good article about this for voices of wrestling. Um, yeah, I read it. Where, yeah. Like, and I thought he made several very good points. Uh, Triple H, I feel did everything. Don't want to make a sweeping statement. He did everything he could to, to push NXT forward and thus WWE, right? WWE have resisted this work rate wrestling, this uh, indie style that people like to coin for so long because Vincent Mann believes that big, larger than life characters are what draw money. He believes that that is what sports entertainment is. That are marquee names. They are box office draws. He doesn't want to cater to you and I who want to see like a classic between two Matt, Matt wrestling magicians. He doesn't care. So true. I understand this. Um, Triple H, in my opinion, gave Vincent Mann an amazing chance to bring WWE forward. Right, And WWE has... Got lots of wrestlers on their roster that can do amazing matches and tell amazing stories. We know this. They have some of the best talent in the world. That's indisputable, despite the product being what it is. Um, but what Triple H did with NXT, instead of just making these generic, here you go, here's like a former 
NFL strongman who's like six eight or whatever or whatever. I'm not picking anyone out there. I'm just saying like the template for what Vince wants. He brought in basically all the best wrestling talent around the world, and they they didn't just bring them in. Like I've seen a lot of people argue as well and go, oh well, he didn't make Kevin Steen or El Generico good. Like obviously not. Like but he did make them on a larger scale. Like how how many thousand people really knew who they were before NXT. There would have been Ring of Honor fans and independent fans in America. We're talking about a global audience. It's completely different. He got them over, established them in NXT as big commodities. It should have been natural to the main roster, right? It should have been, here's a guy who's had a great run here. Bang, here he is, Raw and SmackDown, or they, she, whatever. Instead, Vince was like, okay, well, no one watches NXT. So what am I going to do with this person? How do I see this person? And if they are a smaller work rate talent, he just doesn't have much for you, unfortunately, unless you are truly exceptional, Alashaw, Michaels, Daniel Bryan. And even then, AJ Styles, and even then you have to do a lot of hoop jumping to get to that point where Vince really loves you, right? Those guys didn't just turn up in WWE and become something. So I, I just feel it's been really hard done by Triple H and his legacy that everyone's like, oh, NXT has failed. In my opinion, and I guess this is equated to my tastes in what wrestling is, he produced a boatload of great talented wrestlers for the main roster that that could have and should have been used, right? When when you see uh, Rhea Ripley coming up, I was like, oh my God, that's going to be an amazing injection for Raw. It's not Triple H's fault that Vince has struggled to find the right story for her. Triple H told great stories with these talent in NXT. And I think anybody saying that he failed in this assignment, the only real failure is the alignment between NXT and the main roster. Vince should have said a long time ago, should he not? Like, oh, this isn't really working for me. Like, don't hire or sign these guys. Or he's or is he saying that he gave Triple H the chance and Triple H is the one who failed? Nobody can sit here and convince me Triple H didn't cultivate great talent in NXT that could have been used on the main roster. It's that simple. Vince's tastes, to me, which you could argue are draconian at this stage on producing wrestlers for the next generation and what wrestling is today. Take a look at AEW and what's working so well over there. It don't have to be massive to be great or a box office attraction. It's just great wrestling. And I feel like WWE, and they will want to be separated from great wrestling, but I feel like that is where this has gone wrong. Not the sense that Triple H didn't find or develop people, but NXT and their values and what made them so great, Sat, is not what Vincent Mann sees for professional wrestling. Well, I feel like NXT was an island to themselves and it's become a detriment. I mean, I'll give you an example. So, hey, Mike, if we went to the WWE Performance Center and we were scouting for talents for Vince McMahon and we ran into the recently released Leon Ruff, would you think Leon Ruff would fit Vince McMahon's main roster? No. When you see him? No. I mean, and that, that and the thing is, I'm glad Triple H gave Leon Ruff an opportunity. You know, he also became North American champion, but that's kind of became the problem of the guys they were hiring. He's hiring guys that you knew had no chance of making in the main roster. If Leon Ruff did go to the main roster, he would have been 205 live and running around for the 24-7 title and probably winning it and probably making jokes about the fact the belt can't, you know, fit around his waist. That would have been his ceiling. So I understand if, if in Vince's mind, I'm paying you money and you're just 
bringing these guys in that I have no use for, you know that I'm going to release eventually. you got guys like Kona Reeves, who's been there since 2014. He's recently been released as well. He got brushed to the side because the last time we saw him, he was the finest. Yeah, you know, he looked like Earth 2 version of The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like if you blur your vision and and then if you're trying to remember The Rock from memory, if you haven't seen him in five years and yeah. with long hair or Scorpion King, that's Kona Reeves for you. They couldn't have so much yeah. with him, but you know, I think Triple H got caught up in the buzz of signing indie guys, the pops he was getting, the comments, the positive reviews of what NXT NXT's better than WWE. If you hear that, you get you know, you get drunk with the compliments. You start thinking, you know what? This this is gonna work because I'm doing it. But he didn't, he stopped developing uh wrestlers from, from the beginning. You got Rick Boogs, ultra charismatic who appeared a couple of times as Eric Bugenhagen in NXT, and he didn't do much with him. And you had Elias, who, you know, had a middling kind of career in NXT, but did better in the main roster. You started to see the Triple H, you know, it, it started with developmental, yeah, they got on TV, but I feel like they had too much, too many identities. They got lost, and they, 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 they didn't know where they were. They, they were stuck, and this is what happens, you get stuck. For two years, it's been stale. Change had to happen. It's a change we're not happy with, but it's the, it was change that was needed. If you get what I'm saying, AMAC. I understand what you're saying, and I think there are merits to it. But at the same point, I don't know if you can say Leon Ruff. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's a place for everyone on a roster. Like maybe he wasn't designed, or everybody who goes to NXT can't be designed to be the next staple of Raw or SmackDown. But you can't tell me that Damian Priest isn't good enough, or the Undisputed Era as a group, or Keith Lee. Um, they've had a ton of guys come through there just in the past couple of years ricochet's gone up there and doing nothing that's and are you telling me listen are you yeah, telling me I'm that's listening. like are you telling me that that's independent right so you you just check ricochet's talent to the side and everything he's capable of because he's not big enough if if you're making that case in like a defensive Vincent man i find that ludicrous that you'd go well all right well who cares then ricochet i'm sorry mate you're just not big enough it's, it's insane well Okay, how long have you been wrestling fans? And we heard, look, this is the same guy that brought in Steve Austin and he went, you know what, you should be the ringmaster. This is the guy that brought in you know, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson and he goes, you know what, you should be your, your father and your grandfather. Vince Merriman is the kind of guy that he's going to give you a crap gimmick and if you're talented enough, you have to change his mind. <laughs> Vince has never been the guy, Vince, we've got talent for you. Vince will look at him and he goes, right, you should be a turkey man. Or, or, or whatever, that's, that's it, right? He's a big turkey man. Every time the Thanksgiving when he comes out, the kids are going to smile. That's Vince <laughs> McMahon for you. We all know. Why are we pretending we don't know Vince McMahon? Vince Pretty McMahon, Vince. That, thank you very much. I can do <laughs> old man Vince. I can't do Vince from the 90s. His voice has changed. I can do Vince yeah. right now. It's very, very gravelly right now. now. Yeah, I can do that. But yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, it's Vince, what do we expect? Uh, when this experiment fails in a year or two time, he's not going to blame himself. He's going to blame Johnny Ace. Um, Bruce Pritchard might get fired again. We all know how the story is going to go. It's just mm. that, because I've seen it too many times, this is the man who screwed Brett, did a lot of crazy stuff, sexual harassment, all these kind of things, being on a trial. I'm not shocked that this is happening. What, what I do remember is, before this happened, every like most people complaining that NXT is stale. There's a reason why they lost to AEW most time, because AEW's got a better product. AEW's doing what they did before much better now. You can't be number two. You don't be Coca-Pepsi. You want to now change brand and become, you know, a bourbon company, maybe. I don't know. 
You know, you want to change things up a little bit. So that's what Vince wants to do. He's paying for it. It's not Triple H's money. It's Vince's money and investors' yeah. money. They're losing money because they built up PC. Triple H has great big plans for taking over the world. NXT, you know, Cambodia, NXT, wherever. But Vince is like, where are these talents? Um, Triple H did a great job in the women's division. For me, his great legacy would be, you know, making women matter again on the main roster. He didn't fail. You got guys like, you know, Baron Corbin that did well, Bianca Belair, you know, Charlotte Flair. Heck, you even say Sami Zayn, because El Generico is a different character. Sami Zayn, the character, that was NXT built. So he can take credit for that. The Shield, you know, did a great job. Um, Roman Reigns, you can say he's a product of FCW or, you know, whatever you want to say it. But Triple H has done some great stuff. Big E, you know, he flourished. There's, you know, he came from, from NXT. There's a lot. Of, I'm not, for me, there's pros and cons. I can't say bad Vince. Bad Vince is very bad. We all know Vince is, you know, bad, you know, she's Nick crazy. The guy's nearly 80. He should retire by now. But because he hasn't, we have to put up with the craziness. For me, I'm in a place of like, you know, let's see where it goes. It's going to be a car crash. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm cool with giving it a try. And we are going to get to the call in in a minute, guys. Just we've obviously been talking uh, about all of the things that have been transpiring. So let me put the link in the chat for you right now. Um, my, my, my thing with that is just, you know, you, uh, you keep coming back to the whole like, well, you know, we all know Vince or my argument is he was wrong, right? Like if the whole dynamic here is Triple H was wrong or Triple H didn't, you know, he was, he failed to me. The like Triple H is the one who has his pulse on what current wrestling is. That's what I could tell from the success and the built of NXT. And I look mm -hmm. over at AEW and I see them doing it extremely well, but because Vince is stuck in his ways and can't evolve or grow, that means Triple H failed and it has to go back to the drawing board. That to me is where it's like, you know, you, I, I get all of these asterisks where it's like, oh, you know, okay, it is Vince's company. And it is, right? But I cannot be convinced that good talent wasn't developed. Okay, like I could, the PC should have done more. That I will say. The PC should have developed more talent. But I can't, you know, there, no way did Triple H not have great talent signed and come through NXT and yes you're right his lasting legacy will be not he just made matter, women matter again in WWE he made them matter more than ever like they wouldn't have made the strides they have now without the four horse women and all the women that have followed so um it's you know it's just I guess they are not under the same scrutiny that the men are for size which is a different thing we haven't really heard about how it's going to affect the women in NXT um it shouldn't but for, for, that's that's my whole thing here. I think it's very harsh to say, okay, well, Triple H, you know, it was a failure for him and for it to end the way it did. Yeah, you know, they, they got cooked by AEW. They did. Nobody can deny that. But, um, at the same time, I think in terms of some of my favorite stars that are on the roster today have all come through NXT, give or take. <laughs> and I just think it's really kind of glaring oversight to be like, well, you know, he didn't make what Vince wanted well what vince wanted and what progressive wrestling is we don't all have to sit here and say oh we, how, yeah we can't question vince vince is the almighty you know I, I my brand of wrestling and i think the increasing trend here sat is that a lot of people who are going to aw because that is their more current trend of wrestling well like like you mentioned uh, um so People, it's not like the destination is the result, is the end. The end in Vince's mind is they failed. They lost to AEW. He got embarrassed yeah. by it. So that, in Vince's mind, 
that no one can understand. I can't talk for Vince, all right? I, I don't know the guy. I can't talk for him. I'm just being, you know, devil's avocado in a situation because it makes the, <laughs> the argue, it makes the discussion much more entertaining because we can't agree mm. on everything. But in my being back, she's Nick crazy or sat, she's Nick crazy like Vince McMahon. They lost the ratings in Vince's mind. You, you know, he sent him out there. You were in USA. You're you're meant to beat the competition. You lost most of the time. Change had to happen, AMAC. So someone must have got in his ear. Well, the reason why they lost Vince is because they got too many, you know, skinny guys on TV, Vince. You have to change it up a bit, boss. Oh, your arms are great. The vasculosity of your arms. So, yeah. <laughs> so that happened. And Vince said, you're damn right. It's them midgets. Why is there midgets on my screen? Fire out of them. Bronson that was Reed, cool. That was very golem esque <laughs> Yeah. And if Bronson Reed, he's got no charisma. Why is he flipping around? Damn it. Fire him now. So that's what happened. Someone got in Vince's ear saying this is the failure. So in Vince's mind, Vince is narrow-minded. It will take a lot to change Vince's mind. So in his mind, let's go back to basics. You know, it sucks, but that's what's going to happen. I do think NXT needs tweaks, is what I would say. You know, like I, even I haven't enjoyed the product like I did a few years ago. And if we're looking at the WWE model, the Royal Rumble this year, I think there was only two people under the age of 30 in it for the men, which is fairly obscene. Like that, that's a glaring indictment of where the roster's at. Um, whereas the underbelly in AEW, and I hate, I don't want to keep making the comparison, but I just feel like they've got much more direction. You know, uh, a Ricky Starks, who I spoke to, that you can check out on Twitter now, by the way. Um, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Hangman Page, uh, Jungle Boy. There is like a ton of guys in their 20s there ready to be the next wave and just kind of steadily progressing. Do, do WWE really have that? Not really. Um, Mysterio is the only one that comes to mind in terms Dominic, of do, yeah. 20s, yeah. And, and he is great. But um, yeah, that's the problem. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how this all pans out. We can't tell exactly what's going to happen, but NXT is on tonight. They're heading to take over 36. That's going to be either Adam Cole's farewell from WWE or his farewell from NXT to the main roster. We don't know yet, but things could look a lot different. Pete Dunne, apparently his contract's up in September. There is a lot to think about. What do you think about that? Do you think Pete Dunne's leaving or you think he's just the oversight? Uh, I'd be, I'd, I think anyone in today's business would be wise to let their contract go down because AEW and WWE are like such, you know, uh, there, there's so much on, on the table right there and wrestling is in such a buzz. You'd be silly to not leave yourself with room to negotiate and some leverage. So I, I right. think that's a good thing. I'm not saying Pete's done that, but I'd be really surprised if he was, I'd be more, he, I'd be surprised if he went, not so much Adam Cole, but for Pete, He's been involved in the production side of NXT, NXT UK. He's like, you know, he helped William Regal recruit guys over there. He's firmly entrenched in that product. For him to then leave, I mean, wow. I, I, I mean, WWE as well, this is a good point, helped him get his visa over to America, his whole family over there. So for him to then just leave, I just think would be shocking. Not out of the question, right? but, but I, I do think he stays. Let's get 
to the call-in, shall we? Uh, man, there is. A, I don't even know what order to do this in. I'm going to like... Ah, Rev JP is up first. Whoa, I actually made it on. I'm surprised. There he is. How are you guys doing? Not too bad, buddy. Thank you, thank you. I'm in full gimmick here. I even got my dog to the side here just for a cheap pop. It's a good pop. I like it. I can't see the dog. Show me the goods. Yeah. This is my little Mallory. I am not above a cheap pop ever. Nor should you be. I wish I I was a dog. (laughs) How are you anyway, brother? I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm glad I got to be on here with Sat, the true agent of chaos. And I mean, I watched Monday and I I couldn't watch it live, but I watched the catch up. And man, the hot takes and the chaos just wanted to watch it burn down. Uh I I kind of agree. You know, I mean, I haven't actually watched WWE live since Money on the Roof. I pretty much rely on Wrestle Talk, uh, you guys wrestling daily. That's pretty much where I get my WWE. I've been an AEW guy from the get go. It's definitely I feel like WWE. Let me ask gone you. Stale. Let me ask you. Why are you an AEW guy? Explain that to me. Well, first off, just kind of I slowly watched everything as it slowly began watching from uh, BTE and seeing some of the little storylines there, slowly developing the teasing of what's going on all the way to January 1st, where they introduced on the BTE their little phones and just slowly watching the whole build and just seeing some that's still carrying over. It's that they still keep building long term stories as opposed to. Like WWE used to back in the Attitude Era, and I think that's what people miss, is that everybody had a story. Everything was drawn out. It wasn't just, uh, you know what, uh, today, uh, I don't know, you're, you're going to be in a championship match because, I don't know, it just, it just, the sky's blue, it rained on Tuesday, here you go, <laughs> you know. There's, there's, there's no rhyme or reason a lot for WWE now, and that kind of, and I think that's kind of part of the problem with the NXT is it's hard to invest in somebody that you really got a passion for, knowing that once they get to the main roster, they're just going to be somebody on the roster. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, the, the main reason I asked that question uh, as well to him, Sat, was because like uh, I find it very intriguing of like what turns them off WWE, but then what brings them back in for AEW. And I feel like Rev encapsulated it perfectly. It pretty much yeah. is the storytelling. Right, it is like that's that's the main difference. WWE rematch city, just match after match. There's no real story or anything. You know, it's just AEW is much fresher. It was rematches, especially on Raw, just oh. constant rematches. Every one doing, week, <laughs> and they've been doing it so long. The rematches, like it's not even just recently. It's been so long. It wore me down. Like the Fiend brought me back for a little bit. I was stoked with the way they slowly built it. It was that little storytelling, the little nuggets that Don't slowly Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's the, the the little bit of the story that just suddenly made everything just come together and then Hell in the Cell happened. And they just mm. rushed the storyline. He is not a character that needs a title. He doesn't. Right. He's he's a he's a spirit of vengeance. It's like he's like a ghostwriter, you know. He's 
Well, exactly. The only way he would need the title is if it was part of the vengeance, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and they just decided, oh, you're popular, you're selling merchandise? So that's a title on him. We can make money off of that. <laughs> Let me ask you this quick before I have to move on to someone else. Okay. I want to ask you this question. Uh, you said Sat was burning down Wrestling Daily yesterday. As oh, you just man. Right. Just all the chaos there. Just sit back and enjoy it. Just watch watch WWE burn down. Have, uh, have I, you I, got a hot take? That's what I want to know. Have yeah. you got one? I don't know if I have a hot take that's any different than a lot of people would say. Like, honestly, I do kind of get enjoyment. Like, if I watch WWE, it's something's going on, and I just want to see how bad is it going to be. Is <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that, like if something's going on that the internet's talking about, my call. Oh, is this going to be terrible? I. I mean, I haven't had the network for a while, so I've paid for the network just to see how bad something might be. Like Money on the Roof, I wanted to see how bad it was going to be. And it was actually fairly enjoyable, but it was terrible. It was enjoyable two, for the wrong reasons. I mean, two, there's a... Two attempted murders, to be fair. You know, yeah, basically. you know. But, you know, there's a smaller roof under the bigger roof, so it's as okay. We, as we should have known. As we should have known. Uh, Rev JP, wildly entertaining call, my friend. I hope you come back soon, but we have to get through some guys. Uh, thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a great evening, night, or whatever time it is over there. It's night. Yeah. Uh, my man, we will catch you soon. Take care. All right. Thank man. you very much. Be blessed. I am going to move to somebody I haven't seen here in a while. Annika Wilson. Hey. Hey, Daily Boys. Hey. Hey. Oh, What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Nothing. Just listening to the chaos unshoe. <laughs> That's what happens when Sat's in the house. Yo. <laughs> Raise the roof, man. Raise the roof. Burn it down. How's it going, Annika? What's good? I'm good. It's just this whole NXT thing. And just basically the last month of wrestling has been crazy. And I just want to know, like, they sent Triple H to beat AEW with NXT. But NXT is a, is a developmental brand. So what, what in their mind said that he could possibly beat AEW with these developmental wrestlers. I, I just I just need to know. I just need to well, understand. If you see, bit. at the time they had Undisputed Era, Finn Balor went back to, you know, NXT. In their mind, it was like fighting fire and fire because, you know, NXT and AEW kind of had the similar remit of having more work rate style of wrestling. And, you know, um, NXT is also different from SmackDown and Raw. So in their mind, they were thinking fighting fire and fire, the fans will be divided and hopefully they go with NXT because it's a more established brand. And then they kind of backfired on that. Don't you think? Yeah, it it it. And we can't say that it didn't work because they were cutting their views in half. But I just think if they really wanted to hurt AEW, I would have brought KO over with Finn Balor. Now that would have been a real competition, in my opinion. Kevin Owens, Adam Cole tag team, give the people yes. what they want. Yes. Be up, be up, DIY, all of that, man. Oh. Now she said it, man. <laughs> now, now I want something I know I can't have. But, you know. Sean Ross Sapp stopping by to tease us. Look at that. You never know. 
never know. I mean, I, I'm fairly sure if Kevin Owens had his way. Um, but there you have yeah. it. I think he lives in Florida these days, I believe. So there you have it. Um, but who knows, as the Imperial Sean Ross Sapp says. Annika, anything you want to tell us before we get some lovely good eggs on to follow you? Well, okay. I have a hot take too. <gasps> yeah, this is the this is the theme. I like it. Yeah, yeah hit me. Two fantasies, two fantasies of mine. Number one, Triple H for his last ride before he exits WWE goes to NXT and wins the title. <laughs> I would love that. I would oh. love that. Hey, listen. After Vince says, you know what? You know what? Uh, Paul, we're gonna have to change some things up here. He goes, yeah. Oh. You know what? Now I'm the champ. <laughs> I'll be everybody. Cross <laughs> him like a bug. <laughs> that would be so good. I mean, it'd be awful, but it'd be some so good. Sh- that's some good yeah. shit right there. Yeah, I could call. I could call that guy up. Who's that? Who's that champion? Who's that Triple H guy? I could use him. Get him on the main roster. Get him up here. <laughs> and Triple H to AEW confirmed. I'm calling it in three years. In three years. Seriously, I, I will say this. Right for the for the <laughs> those are two amazing takes. I will say this: both the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, when I interviewed them, had nothing but great things to say mm-hmm. about Triple H. When he uh, met with them to try and get them to WWE before AEW signed, Kenny Omega actually, to quote him or paraphrase him, was like, "Triple H really understands. Like he's the same mindset as us. It's just uh, he's within the WWE walls, so it's different, right?" But stranger things have happened. He keeps selling stock, sack. I'm just saying, brother. I don't know. I would love buy that. Buy PWG if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already he's already raided them enough. Uh, Annika, what a wonderful call you've been, my friend. I hope you come back soon. All the love from us here at Wrestling Daily. Thank you, guys. Bye. Take care. Oh man, I see another another hero lingering. Adam Pearson. Hello, brother. How are we doing, gentlemen? I, I have just, no uh, idea how. Did you just Hardy Boys us into Finn Balor? That was a great intro. I, 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 I did. <laughs> I, I, I had to come in hot because I'm coming in off the back of a dog. Triple H to AEW confirmed and Sean Ross mm. Sapp. So the bar for content has been set quite high. So I thought I'd come in, come in hot. And man, long, long week in wrestling. Right, we've literally um, got like eight people. Eight people we've got in callers. We've already had some on tonight. Is the most stacked call in we've had, and Ooh. you know I've brought you in, brother. You're like you know the middle of the show. Come on, man, give me the goods. Well, just watching this all play out on Twitter has been utterly frustrating. Like the IWC, sometimes kind of uh, this small community um, accepted. Um, the IWC are the worst. I, I legit saw people blaming Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano for the downfall of NXT, which is like blaming Super Mario for the downfall of plumbing. I don't know how you get there. <laughs> like, at all. Grandpa Ciampa. Um, oh. Cosplayer Gargano. That's where we're at right now with NXT. Come on, bro. And, and it's just so... I'll, so I'll like bad, and and this is this is the first time I've debated just walking away from wrestling this week with the NXT thing, the Ronda Rousey thing. I nearly got there with the Saudi thing, and now all of that combined is making me think maybe I'm getting just a bit too old for all all this garbage. 
I, I got to say though, like, um, and I don't know if Sat may or may not agree. Like, I, I, I find it exhausting too. Like, if you, um, yeah, particularly it's particularly Twitter mostly. Like, you could delete Twitter, and I'm sure you could just enjoy wrestling, right? But well, mostly. But it's Twitter is a very exhausting place sometimes. Like, if you just have an opinion on anything uh you know it, it, it i mean t- t- for me as well sometimes some of the stuff i get tagged in i just think oh my god like you can't sit there and explain to people every single little thing of you know it's, it is it is an exhausting exhausting place but you shouldn't let that diminish your love for wrestling i think sat there's ways around twitter twitter doesn't dominate Grandpa Champa, that guy's been in developmental for far too long. I feel like for me, I think that Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa will do great on the main roster as a tag team, as it was originally set. Before Tommaso Champa got his neck injury, they were on the main roster with Ricochet and Alistair Black. That was what happened. But eventually it got to this thing where people were allowed to stay in NXT. And then that's why NXT became stale. Because look what happened with Champa hanging around in a going nowhere tag team with Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher should be challenging for the NXT title. You bring in Timothy Thatcher for a reason, to give you work great matches, not hang around with Grandpa Champa, who's like a dark cloud in NXT, a reminder of why it's gone stale. And my God, uh, Gargano. How many times are we going to repackage the guy? Heal, baby, face, heal. That's when you know when you've got nothing for a guy, when you're constantly changing his character. Come on, Adam. That's the reason why. They, they, they put, they're putting the blame on their shoulders because they're the two guys that should have left a long time ago. We could have Kona Reeves in the main event. We could have Rick Boogs. Eric Bugenhagen could be in the main event. We've got Zachariah Smith, who's seven foot tall. We've got Giant Zangier, who's seven foot tall. But Triple H not really doing much with them because he's focusing on the guys that's been there for a long time. Let's come up with something for Gargano. Let's come up with something for Champa. And they've been there for too long. And they were a detriment in the end. In the beginning, they were part of the positive. But towards the end, I called him a detriment to why NXT is going back to the, to, to the dark ages now. I can't agree with half of that, but I'll let Adam, ah, I'll let Adam continue. Yeah. <laughs> so what, so then what, what I think the, the problem is, and you both sort of touched on it earlier, that, that pathway, that hangover period from NXT to the main roster is just so problematic because, as we said, it's not what Vince wants. But what Vince wants, in my opinion, is archaic and dangerous. He wants big, muscly men wrestling big, muscly men. <laughs> However, if we look, if we look, well, if we look no, back, me. yeah, yeah, but if we look back, a lot of the guys couldn't get there naturally. So, how, how many more Umagas do we need? Stories like that. How many more stories of, of tests do we need? And I, I worry with that, with a return to that mindset, will come a return to the, the, the steroid era of, of WWE, which isn't good for anyone and well, I think a lot of people have said that people like daniel bryan had broken down barriers and it kind of feels like this news you know everyone everyone's just kind of disappointed because it feels like it's a regression you know what i mean like mm-hmm. oh it has to be the big guys again and like, yeah. i mean look i i think talented wrestlers come in all shapes and sizes that's just me personally doesn't they don't have to me to me it's not like a tuning i, I get it that once upon a time like a seven foot guy would draw people to an arena like decades ago I don't really think that's the way the world works anymore, but you know, I could be wrong. Well, no, it isn't. That like, that level of almost vaudevillian spectacle has, has mostly gone. Certainly in the US and the UK scene, I get that guys like Great Carly still draw in India, 
for for those kind of reasons. But certainly uh, exactly. over here, that that just doesn't happen anymore. He's killed two people, and you know that doesn't happen um, over here anymore. And it, I suppose it's just a little bit heartbreaking in a way that, as we say, guys like Daniel Bryan and, and CM Punk and and what have you broke down all those barriers, and then we we let them walk away and go go to AEW and for a company that advertise themselves as now then together forever because I guess today, tomorrow released Liquidate didn't roll off the tongue as well. Mm. I, I don't know. It's been a, been a bit of a, a sad week and a heavy week for my, my inner child who's a massive wrestling fan still. No, Adam. Get that smile, my friend. Bring it back. Don't deprive us of the Adam Pearson smile. Um, but with that, hopefully you come back next week, brother, because we need to sneak some people on before the end of the show. So, right, rather right, right, right throwing me off, can I have yeah. Vincent Mann to tell? Can I have Vincent Mann tell me to get the f out of his office? Can that be how I go? Adam, get the f- out of my office right now! <laughs> get out! Disgrace me! Hit the bricks! There you go. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing is Carissa Lopez, fantasy booker extraordinaire. How are you, Carissa? I'm good. How are you guys? Very good, thank you. Very good. Uh, we're going to try. I never do this, but I'm going to try anyway. Three or four minutes, Carissa, so we can get other people in. What do you want to talk to us about tonight? Tell me. The same topic you guys are talking about. NXT, you know, the rumors that have been spread out saying, oh, they want to have a specific like age group or like weight or whatever. I believe that. When I started watching NXT, it was uh, uh, a talent show or something like that, initially. Now, I watched it after so many years. I think when I watched it in 2019, I loved it. You know, everything about it. They had cruiserweights, heavyweights. The storylines were, were there. You could see a lot of progression within character work. And a lot of like the booking was better than what we see on the main roster. Every Monday on Monday Night Raw, which I, I hate so much. Rematch after rematch, it takes it takes the fun out of it. It takes the fun out of Monday Night Raw, and it takes the fun out of um, WWE, so I don't like that. And SmackDown has been a progressing show in a bit, but we still see a lot of rematches, a lot of repetitiveness that shouldn't be there. Compared to mm-hmm. AEW, they have long-term, long-term storytelling within a year, year a, a year worth of a story, I think. I've been sticking with AEW for a while, and I think they're amazing. The booking is fantastic. The way that they uh, show off new new people from the indie scene, uh, people that are are unsigned, people that you know have been trying to get their foot in for the wrestling scene. I think AEW has done that tremendously well. But WWE needs to either Vince gets like leaves WWE, retires, and have um, Hunter take over. I think I would love that. I, like him taking over Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, I think that'll be amazing. I just don't want Vince to just give us. I don't want him to give us this anymore. Like I'm tired of it. I'm I'm so tired of it. I've been looking at different um promotions now. New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, AEW. Like all these other promotions have been um having these forbidden doors open. You see a lot of companies working together. I think that's amazing. So that's something i hate of wwe the, the booking the repetitiveness the rematches i i don't like it 
I thought that was excellently surmised, actually, Sat. Um, and I will say this. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. The numbers would tell us that a lot of people feel like you do. But, of course, Vincent Mann knows best. And he's a billionaire and he'll do whatever the hell he wants, apparently. So, And we're just going to have to like it. Uh, Carissa, great call, my friend. Please come back next week. You're one of my favourites. I'll, uh, I will speak to you soon, my friend. Take care. Thank you for coming. I'll tell you what, before we move forward here... I saw Mixed Partial Fart says, I have no septum surgery tomorrow. Wish me good luck. Good luck, brother. Good luck, buddy. Everyone here, Wrestling Daily. You can be a daily boy for the day. There you go. Honorary daily boy to make sure your nose goes fine. There you go, brother. Hope that's all good. Um, I'm trying to look who's been in here the longest. Dion Chua. He's not even... Are you there? Hi. Are you hiding? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> you like ET it's vibe. Cold, What's going on, brother? It's cold. Huh? Yeah, it's cold. Where are you? I'm in my room. I know that. Where <laughs> in the world? It's almost bit time, man. It's my. It's, it's always late here. So yeah. Oh, I get you. Okay, you back here. You've got three minutes, out. brother, to to lay three on the minutes. line. Tell, okay. tell us what you want to talk about. Okay, I'm going to talk about the releases, and it's like very frustrating. Uh. The way they release the people is like very wrong. Like, uh, what Mercedes Martinez was concussed, and then she got released, which really, really uh, pissed me off. Uh. And then after that, there's like the people who have been on the on the the shows and the groups like Tyler Rust on Diamond Mine, then. It's been released, so why should we care now? Like, I don't know. And then after that, there's the uh, what the frequent releases every week, which also like frustrates me a lot. Uh. Then it's like very hard to do, like, uh, what how say, uh, uh, take in all at once. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's that frustrating, right? And knowing that the releases are not done, does that kind of leave yeah, you... Right. You know what I mean? Does that kind of like... Um, makes it hard for you to love WWE kind of thing? You know what I mean? Like, is that how it's leaving you feeling a bit like, oh, you just know that another batch is coming and it just leaves you a bit deflated? I mean, like... I I, I don't get, like, pretty set easily, but then all the, like, people losing their jobs, right? Nowadays, which uh, what uh, is very unfortunate, uh. So yeah, if when they find a, a place to that they can stay, so which is good for them, yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on today, Dion. The return of the good brother himself. Get warm, I say. Get yeah. snuggly. Need more wool. That doesn't look nearly thick enough, mate. It's hard times out here. Yeah, look, Sat knows. Get in bed with Sat. (laughs) (laughs) Big, big, big spoon. Sat. He looks great. I can imagine. All right, Dion, brother. uh, I will catch you next week. Take it easy, my man. Um, I'll tell you what. Newest member, Chuck Cassis. Hey, man. Hello. Oh my God. Look, there he is. 
Let's go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did that in dodgeball. It's like Ben Stiller's team. They're like, anyway, Chuck, what's going on, brother? Oh, man, I'm having a great day. How about you guys? Yeah, not too bad at all, man. Not too bad. Um, You got three minutes on the clock, my man. What do you want to talk about? Three minute warning. So I I got a hot take for you guys. (gasps) We love hot takes. I really enjoyed the Bischoff-Hogan era of TNA. I am a big fan of Jeff. I mean, the belt sucked. The design sucked. But I love the immortal title, Jeff Hardy. I loved that Mm. era with Austin Aries, uh, Bobby Roode. Now Robert Roode loved the mustache. Wish it was back. Um, you had AJ Styles. You had all these great. You had EC3 coming in late in the later times. You had all these different people coming in. All these big stars today, and it's like, man, Brooke those Hogan. matches, Brooke Hogan, yeah, <laughs> Aaron Bubba Ray having a great story. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what aces and eights, man. Taz, Ooh. is it getting hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. yeah i'm a big fan of that time period and then uh yeah i just i mean i wish they did better storytelling i mean the matches were great for when they had actual matches you know like just wish they had better storytelling i don't know what do you guys think sat you want to go first i i it's, okay i like the idea of aces and eights some of the execution was a bit rubbish. I mean, Bully Ray being the main eventer, he did really well. I feel like he was the prototype of what uh, Kevin Owens became, like the big, that the big bullyish character that you, you see on television. I didn't, I didn't mind some parts of it, but why, what I disliked about that era is guys like D'Angelo De Niro got pushed down the ladder because he looked like he was on the cusp of breaking out. He was on the cusp of breaking into the main event. Uh, AJ Styles just won the TNA title when Bischoff and Hogan came in. I mean, AJ Styles was doing great as AJ Styles, but they came in like, hey, brother, did you ever think you could be Ric Flair? You know, that's a stupid idea. Woo! And, you know, I like Ric Flair. You know, it's great seeing him, you know, off the cuff without Vince McMahon, you know, you know, giving that reins in because I feel like when Vin- when um, Ric Flair is in WWE you see a, a much more muted version when he's outside WWE he can be the nature so there's certain elements that I liked but I do feel like that error is what ruined TNA in the end I miss beer money that's my take beer <laughs> oh my god beer money was great money Mate, Ro- Robert Roode with his sweet long hair I miss it I miss it every day um Chuck Incredible debut, brother. We're going to have to let oh, you go you. at this point, and we're going to sneak one more on before we call it a wrap. Uh, welcome back anytime, and thank you for joining the Elite Good Eggs. Everyone make Chuck feel very welcome. There's a big dog. We need to find an emoji for that. There you go. Take care of yourself, <laughs> brother. And I'm just going to go next in the line because there are oh, – can we get multiple Can we get multiple people on? I don't know, man. It's hard. Look. It'd be like a press conference. Injection two can <laughs> Dean Miner. There you go. We'll sneak we'll sneak a couple on. I will say it now because we're not gonna have enough time. Nad Kazab, which is Callum, and Breeze Joshi, who is by the way always a great guest. Not that the rest of you aren't, but uh you three will be the first three next week if you come on, right? If you want to be there, be the first three. Um, because we have run out of time. And yeah, my apologies. But D minor and injection 2K. You're the tag team. Look at this. Two on two, brother, brother. Uh, have you two got with a Tuesday night torture? Yeah, Tuesday night torture. Uh, I feel like uh hot takes is the theme today, Sat. 
uh, E. Niangi. Uh, do you two have any hot takes you want to share with us, be it of the news or in general? Speaking of hot takes, I mean, like, E was making too much hot takes yesterday. I think <laughs> he was hotter than Stephanie Chase. It's Stephanie Chase be breaking the hot takes. So I don't know what's going on today, but I just know that NXT fell off the moment Johnny Gargano, Aleister Black, Ricochet, and Tommaso Ciampa all went up to the main roster and DIY went back to NXT. Do I love me some DIY? Yes, I do. Very much. That's why I took offense to Seth's original take, but I thought about it throughout the night. I was like, they didn't ruin NXT, but they devalue the fact of it being developmental where it really did not feel like it was a developmental brand. It just felt like it was trying to be the third brand, but it was always thought of to us as the developmental brand. I don't think you can say that about them two without putting Undisputed Era in the same bracket. Oh, they yeah. hung around. They hung around yeah. too long as well. Yeah, but like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not particularly agreeing with Sat and saying that they are like the reason this is collapsed or anything uh-huh. like that. But I feel like the same applies in that they outstayed their welcome. I, I can't believe the money left on the table by not having Undisputed Era on the main roster together at some point. Uh, D Minor Man, what do you think? So my whole thing. Well. So, I, I actually have two hot takes, but one I'll say for later. But this Ooh. one, my my whole thing with WWE is you hoarded all these people so they couldn't go anywhere else, and then you you make the statement, and I'm gonna say the statement verbatim. But I'm sorry, the no vanilla no midgets and all that stuff. Like, first off, whatever you're trying to do now, you did 30 years ago. Stop. It didn't work back then. It's not gonna work now. You need these so-called vanilla little people who are athletic, charismatic, stuff like that, who can boost your profile as a company. Not the big, yes, it's nice having big guys because you got Jack and Keith Lee. You had Bronson Reed who could do some stuff. And then you see mm. guys like Omos, stuff like that, who are getting better, but everybody say, oh, they're just, they're, he's just like Kali back in the day with the selling. You need guys who are yeah, smaller in stature to make these big guys look more larger than life. You need that struggle. You need that David and Goliath storytelling. That's mm-hmm. the thing about wrestling. It's not just, oh, two big guys clashing together, oh, blah, blah, blah. No, you need the, this guy has the title. He's the big guy. He's the man on campus. But you got this five foot 10 guy, whatever, who has more charisma, is more athletic, has to break that big guy down. That is a story people can relate to. And I don't understand why they're just like, oh, we need these huge steroid looking guys, you know, six foot eight. Bubble. I'm just like, that, that's not going to cut anymore. You're not going to have Hogan and all these other guys that you had back then. Because look where they are now. You you need guys like Ricochet, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, then the guys you just released, you know, Asher Hell. I watched a little bit of 205 Live. The dude was amazing. You need these young, like these up-and-coming guys, no matter how old they are, whatever. You, you're going to need these guys because they're going to last longer than what you had with those big, like big physique guys who only last for so long. 
You got me, like Steve Austin. What was he? Six one, six two. Like it. I mean, not an enormous bloke, right? Like he's big, but not enormous. Um, and like, I mean, that's a very good point. I think D Minor made there. You have Dijak on the main roster, which is essentially <sighs> everything Vince wants. What's happened there? Um, man, T-Bar, indeed. Uh, any closing thoughts, fellas, before we move on? Uh, because we have to finish off the show with an ultra chat. Uh, D-Minor, man, closing so, thoughts. So I, I have one more hot take, and this one is going after Sean Brasseth himself. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he said that AW Dark and Dark Elevation doesn't have, like, feuds and storylines. Now... I'm not I'm not arguing against him, but and I'm not trying to prove it wrong or anything like that. But there have been a bunch of storylines and feuds that either have gone on to AEW Dynamite or just in that area of dark, dark and dark um, elevation, where you had like the varsity blonde stuff that actually got on to Dynamite. Um, right now, it's uh, actually it's actually been going on for a while, but. Uh, uh, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. That's been Hilton. going on for months. Yeah. That heel turn was uh, lit. Yeah. Yes, it was. But and then also you had the stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. But then you had the stuff with Britt Baker, who was using Dark and Dark Elevation to pad her record to become the number one contender for the title. Come on, Sean. I, I, I know you're I know you're a busy man, but you, you got to pay attention to the little details. I'm just kidding. He, he, I don't want him coming out to me. No. Sean, don't come out to me. We, we, can have yeah. that, we can have the conversation. We can have the conversation. I'm not trying to be like the the smart, smart, dirt sheet thing he always talks about. No, it, 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 it's a open discussion we can have. But uh, other than that, you know, I, I do feel bad for all the NXT releases. You know, hopefully they find all of them. They will find success somewhere else, you know, whether it be New Japan, AEW, ROH, wherever we need, wherever we need to go. And uh, as, as we kind of see it, I think WWE is going to just go further and further down, and NXT is just going to be it's going to be that third brand that we don't really want. It's just going to be another Raw and SmackDown. I feel Not, with like that ECW. new rebrand. I believe that. And also, I want, I want I want to show this shirt real quick because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jeffro, love that. Look at that. TNA, TNA special. Yep, the, my man. Yep, the, uh, the guy who beat Kerrigan Cross. <laughs> and I don't forget that. D minor, tremendous as usual, brother. I will let you exit now, my friend. So injection two K can finish up. Catch you next week. What's that as well? Show me that. Oh yes, it's DJ Frostbite. AKA, AKA. He knows. He knows, brother, brother. Stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D minor, good brother. Uh, injection man, give us I'm some closing thoughts. Okay. Um, I feel like when AEW, because it's gonna happen, when AEW beats Raw in the ratings, that's when fans is gonna look at AEW's competition. Will he change? That's I'm not gonna say yes, I'm not gonna say no, but AEW will definitely beat Raw in competition. The right ends, and that's when Vince is gonna look at start really looking at them as oh, this is gonna be bad. And then, two, I just saw a report on FIFA Select that everybody in the chat should go and subscribe to because they legit. And 
and the the thing with they see on punk um if he, if he debuts this year i might cry because CM Punk <laughs> was the reason why I, I stuck to wrestling. So, oh, he was the best thing in wrestling. And they kind of just squandered him. They squandered the summer of Punk. They kind of redeemed it with CM Punk's title reign, but they squandered the summer of Punk. Then The Rock came in and said, I'll have some of that. Um, and Kevin Nash, lest we forget. Uh, man, there was a lot of bad decisions around then. Uh, my man, you're not wrong. I think you're going to be crying. I'm going to tell you that. I think you will be shedding a tear this year. Uh, can't wait. Better let out, better let out. Better let out, better let out. Open my... Anyway, when that happens, it's going to be magnificent. Uh, Injection 2K, my man. We will catch you next week. Lovely, lovely bloke. I need to bring this up from, from the missus. Um, Alex, you said earlier that you wanted a puppy so bad. If this is true, please can you make your three girls the happiest in the world and hurry up in capitals and buy us a puppy. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Oh, Mrs. Mac, we hear that. <laughs> I spent like four hundred quid on my car today, and you want a puppy? Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. Survey says. Survey I says. Do I do want one. Look at this pressure I'm under in this house, man. I'm out here grinding. I'm the worker bee in this house, and you're putting pressure on me to buy dogs. I put food on this table. The head of the table, guys. I am the head of the table in this house. And you know you'd love Oh, get into my heart and shit. God's sake. Lovely. Uh, chat. Pressure. Uh, <laughs> yes. Game Crasher Forever. Alex, hope you kept an eye on your show yesterday. Sat did the old turn. From now on, we are having a new Monday show called The Healish Hour. Ooh, he cut a you people pro. <laughs> I did do that. I did. Uh, Bring it. Um, you. you. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, I did. Who are you people in? The wrestling daily community. I said, you people let NXT lose the ratings. And you cry here. The big sweat, you better take it over. What did you expect? What did you expect? Oh, I'm crying. You people. You people's true. Hey, Mac, if NXT won the the rating war, we wouldn't be in this situation. So I'm like, you people are the reason why. You chose AEW over NXT. You turned it back on them. Enough's enough. It's time for a change. In the words of the great late Owen Hart. Man, brother, brother. Um, That's not the end of it, by the way. He cut a you people promo. The whole thing shooting from the hip. The show was on fire. I have heard very good things. I was at um, a meal with my partner before she tried to seduce me into buying a dog. And um, I didn't get a chance to watch it because if I had had it on my phone, murder. But I do intend to watch it back today or tomorrow um, because I've heard nothing but good things. And that's the plan going forward, guys. Like I know it is um, Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, and I may drop in on a Monday or so. but, um, But it is... Uh, yeah, it's all it's, this whole thing has been about giving other people opportunities, like um, 
you know, like really, like there wasn't any women or people of color on wrestling or wrestle talk before wrestling daily. Really, SP3 and Sat, of course, and Steph, um, have all found themselves a home here in wrestling daily and have all done magnificently well, I think. So, I I'm very proud to hear of this great development on Monday, man. Like every day of the week, Wrestling Daily's got something for you guys. So it makes me very, very happy, very proud. Especially if you sat and you come a long way, brother. Huh? Listen, Short you're the head of the table. Time. You're the head of the table. Get that pup. Get that pup. <laughs> get that pup. Yeah, sat is yeah, not what yeah. don't get on you, not you, brother. Come on. Everyone's saying you get the dog. <laughs> I have to dip up with this. <laughs> then I have to watch Love Island. It's all going tits up. Listen, I. We're going to find that dog. That's, no, we're not. That's it right now. Uh, Wrestling Daily has done for another day. Sat, I love being with you as usual, brother. Thank you so much. You guys, love. top right hand corner, sat next to follow that man on Twitter. Uh, you can see my handle in the top left as well, AlexM underscore talk sport. Uh, guys, come and join us tomorrow. Me and SB3, the originals are back on Wednesday and then Steph and I of course on Thursday and in the next couple of weeks I'm hoping to confirm this I think it's not premature to say but the Friday before SummerSlam it's going to be all four of the Wrestling Daily come on in one show only the the second time ever all four co-hosts the Wrestling Um, Daily Verse this is like Avengers when you get all the individual (laughs) films you put it together. It's a super show, guys. Ah! The movie you're waiting for. You know, Sat E is finally going to meet Miss Dynamite Tiki. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Guys, thank you so much for watching Wrestling Daily. You take care. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 